0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Emerson. And I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Um, you know, healthy, alive, I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm. Uh, I'm still a little groggy, but other than that, I'm. Uh, I'm all right. Big evening tonight. Uh, we're going to be doing probably an extended uh, podcast for you, the listener. Don't know how much it's going to go over, but uh, it will be longer than usual. We have a special guest coming on tonight with Marty. We're going to be talking about the newest set of lockdown rules in the UK and what all that means, because we need to be taking notice of that because that seems to be the country in the West that's taking the lead on the next set of lockdowns. So uh, we need to be taking a look at what they're going to do in the UK. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Boris Johnson seems to have done a 180 on all of his policies that got him elected. So we want to take a a further examination of what that's going to look like. But Again, later on today, Uh, you want to check it out with uh, myself, Bruce, Marty, and uh, his special guest is coming on. This morning, though, we're going to talk about a few things. As we were sitting down this morning, the ruling for Breonna Taylor came in, didn't it? Yes, it did. And to bluntly say, uh, no charges uh, for the, the law enforcement officers. So, um, when you, you when you have, did I hear you say last night that they were being put, they were prepping for a state of emergency. Is that, is that what you said?
1: Yeah. So, uh, before all the, before the ruling and everything, they had actually said it was a state of emergency, um, expecting they knew, they knew before this came out that there would be no charges. I mean, if you look at the information and what happened there, right, law enforcement went in. Uh, served a no knock no knock warrant, which I do not like, um, but that's you know for that's another topic. Busted in, they did not identify themselves according to uh, the, the boyfriend, which you know whether they did or didn't, I don't know. But uh, the boyfriend grabbed the firearm and opened fire on them because he thought it was the ex boyfriend who was a drug dealer that was breaking in, and uh, that was the argument anyway. And open fire on law enforcement. I think he hit one of the officers and then the officer, one of the officers returned fire, firing 10 rounds. Seven of them hit uh, Brianna Taylor, I believe. And three of them, um, you know, went into the wall and I think actually went into the neighboring apartment. Um, nobody was injured over there. But nonetheless, I'm, I, I don't know the entire where she was. In relation to where the boyfriend was and the shots, I, I don't know how all that went down. I don't know if it was like, anyway, nonetheless, officer was shot. Officers returned fire. Brianna Taylor happened to be the one that was shot. So I, I don't know what the whole deal was there. Uh, the bottom line conclusion is no knock warrants, bad. That that's my conclusion to all this.
0: The officer in question here says that he was he was not charged in her death, but he was charged on it looks like three counts of endangerment in the first degree. Yeah, and I, I believe the, the one in endangerment,
1: the the, the three the three charges were the three rounds that missed their target and went into the neighboring apartment. I think that's where, where they're getting those charges.
0: Okay, so the, now here's here's the question. They've got, I'm doing air quotes, protests going on right now. I fully expect these to go unruly, shall we say, in the coming hours. So uh, what, what are they doing down there in order to take action, shall we say, to, to quell this from getting out of control? Have they actually, you, you said that they were prepping for a state of emergency or did they declare one? And are they putting extra um, cops on the streets? National that guard. was
1: my understanding. It's they actually declared a state of emergency uh, beforehand. Uh, what they've done, it, it's not really talked about what uh, what they've done to uh, prepare for this. I'm not seeing anything on that. Uh, I've I've read in another article that's that's where they had done it um, yesterday. But I, I don't I don't know what they're. I don't know if they have more law enforcement coming in. I don't know if they have national guard. I don't even know you know any of that or if they're going to have feds come in. But I would assume since they're, they're already state of emergency, that means they're talking to the president and like, hey, can you send feds in, National Guard? They're probably going to call in. Um, maybe, I don't know, uh, the governor might send some in. I don't know. They have a Democrat for a governor there, don't they? They don't. Uh, it's not not likely that he's going to yeah, do it's, anything. It's
0: Bashir. He's a, he's an idiot. He was the one that was uh, that was saying yeah. uh, that whole time about uh, say it with me. You know, we're all in this together. Now, let's do it yeah, again. Yeah. We're all in this together. Like, well, like it's a sing-along for a four-year-old. It's insulting. It's insulting. And I feel sorry for that. You know something? Bashir was... Do, do you remember when we, we were talking about... We did it on a podcast. We were talking about the, uh, the gubernatorial race in Kentucky. And we looked at the entire state. The entire state was... Uh, blood red with the exception <laughs> yeah, of red. three counties. It was three counties. Yeah. Three counties yeah. got that that idiot elected down there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's the cities. Yeah. It's the cities. That's what they're doing. They did the same thing in Virginia. That's how Northam was able to hold on to it down there because of that. Because of uh, what? Like five, uh, five counties? Uh, we're, were blue. The rest of the state was red. Are you kidding me? It's a joke. It's a joke. So I got a tweet here about this, uh, about this Brianna Taylor ruling. And the tweet here is and I'm going to read the tweet and then I'm going to tell you who said it. And then we can talk about it. Justice has not been served. Rise up all across this country everywhere rise up for Brianna Taylor. That was tweeted by Linda Sarsour approximately 2 hours ago. Does that sound like a call to action to you? Is that is that what that sounds like? Oh no, see that
1: that's peaceful. I don't know what you're, that's very tolerant
0: <laughs> yeah. and peaceful. Yeah, that's that's peaceful. Sure. Uh also uh yeah she she is oh my goodness. It, if you look at like the radical movements all across the US uh, when it comes to that, like anytime you've got like socialist groups and stuff and you have organizers behind the scenes, they're always meeting with Linda Sarsor. She spoke at the DSA convention. Do you remember that? She was one of the early speakers. We didn't clip it because the stuff that she was talking about, I mean, it wasn't relevant to the convention. It was just a bunch of radical talk. But she was one of the keynote speakers at the start of the DSA convention in Atlanta, Georgia earlier this year. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else of... Uh of interest there, but anyway, okay, yeah, uh, I I fully expect those things to uh, uh, to get out of control. So let's, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure that that'll turn into something else. Uh, but anyway, okay, uh, jumping off of that, let's get over to California. California has decided to ban the sale of new gasoline powered cars by 2035. So that would fit the 2030 agenda. So what are they doing? H- how are they taking the steps to do this? So. Well, honestly, uh,
1: it looks like they're just going to pass a new bill or something. Um, it looks like they're stopping the s- sale. It looks like so. It's not. It's not stopping people like the individual person. So, if you're a private owner of a vehicle, you can sell your vehicle if you wanted. But it'd be like a dealership; they would not be able to sell uh, to to sell a new gasoline car. So, if if you have like a new, you know, 2020, uh, 2021 model car. Uh, well, in this case, it would be 2035 is when they're wanting to to have this ended. Uh, so in this case, it'd be 2036. If you had a new model of car that was coming out, you would not be able to sell that in California, which we, we kind of know here in the States, more or less companies follow whatever California's rulings are because they're kind of the most strict with laws and regulations and whatnot in the country. So whatever California does, typically companies uh, abide by those rules. And it pretty much covers everybody else. So, honestly, this is the first state to do this. Um, uh, other countries have already done this, I believe. Uh, it looks like uh, Germany and France are among countries that have a similar requirement. This is... I Honestly, I, I don't see where they have the power to do this, realistically. Uh, I mean constitutionally, they don't. I don't know that they have they the don't. power to, to do those no, kind of things. They, so. they don't.
0: It, it it should be. it. it we, we, have, we talked about this many times before. Let the market decide where it goes. Let the yes, market decide where exactly. it goes. Exactly. If the market doesn't want gasoline powered cars, then guess what? We switch. We switch. We switch to something else. The fact is, is that they're steering things in a certain direction where they have the investments in the contracts so they can control how the agenda rolls with it. It's everything about vertical integration, right? Yeah. That, that's it's about them picking winners and losers, and they've decided to move forward with the electric car stuff. We know electric cars are they they're not where gasoline cars are. Now the Teslas you can argue maybe, maybe, but they're not quite fully there, not yet. I believe they will be at some point, but there are other alternatives that we can go with. But the problem is is okay, you go with electric cars, what's the problem with that? They they go with it and say, "Oh, well, it's clean, it's green, it's it's uh, part of the, you know, reducing emissions." But what about battery manufacturing? Did you know how dirty that is? You got to mine all the stuff. You got to mine the lithium. That's a very dirty process. You got to refine it. Then you have to transport it. I mean, I don't think we have uh, electric boats, do we, for shipping? No, we don't. No, I don't think we have any jet airliners that can operate off of wind and solar, do we? I don't think so. I don't think we have any electric turbine engines for jets, do we? No, I don't think so. So we're pushing we're pushing cars and, and I see all this crap. You know, I used to go to the International Auto Show over here at, uh, in, you know, in Frankfurt. I used to go every year. And it's it's essentially it's like the Detroit Auto Show, but it's for uh, it, it's for the Europeans and or the, the Geneva Auto Show, that that kind of stuff. um I, You know, I used to go to these things. And here's the problem. I went two years ago, two years ago, I went. And I said, when I was there, I said, this is the last time I'm coming to these events. Last time. And I've never been back. And I don't want to go back. Do you know why? Everything that was there was electric. Everything. I mean, you had the only company that that was there that wasn't on board with the whole electric stuff was Audi. They were the only ones. Audi still had the full range of, and you know something? They were the best looking cars, right? I mean, that's why I have one. (laughs) They were the best looking cars. But the, um, the manufacturers are all going electric and they're all going, what else? Self-driving. Yeah. Everything that I saw was self-driving is here. The future is now electric is, is the future. Like that's, that's everything that I was seeing. And I'm like, what, what is all this crap? What, what is all this stuff? And I mean, it's uh, okay. I understand that's, you know, we want to go a different direction with cars and stuff. I, I get it. But we're not allowing the free market to dictate that. We're allowing uh, a bunch of losers that have stolen their way to the top to dictate that this is what we're going to take because that's where they have all their fraudulent investments. That's what it's become. That's not the free market picking things. That's not progress. You're steering progress. That's not real innovation. That's uh, Though you have companies that are building those things, they're building those things because they have contracts there. They have money there. Now, If you have government money flowing into auto manufacturers to manufacture a certain product, or you're giving incentives for companies to make something, that's not innovation. That's coercion. So I, I'm sorry. That, that's that's my stance. On it. I'm a free market guy. right? You can call me uh, an evil capitalist or whatever. But <laughs> I'm a free market guy. If the market says we need to go electric, then we go electric. But the market isn't saying that. It's governments and, and contracts that are being steered that direction uh, that are forcing us to go that way. Go ahead. So California
1: is also looking to get rid of, well, number one, they would go completely uh, renewable energy. So wind and solar by 2045, I believe. And then on top of that, the uh, Newsom is also encouraging the legis- uh, legislature to eliminate new fracking licenses by 2024. So oil and gas, they're wanting to get that completely out of California. Now, keep this, keep this in mind. California is a, uh, they produce uh, about $12.5 billion worth of oil. All right. that That's their uh, GDP. That surpasses 87 countries' GDP. California alone, just oil. And they're wanting to completely get rid of it. This was this was last year, about the same time this 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 report came out. You're gonna destroy your automotive industry because uh, you know, batteries and whatnot. Lithium is not really hugely abundant, by the way. You're gonna to have to look at hydrogen powered cars or something
0: else, which are it's insa- insanely that's, expensive right now. That's innovation, by the way. Yeah, it's 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 kept uh, expensive on purpose. That's real innovation, it, in my opinion. That's sort of. real innovation. Platinum.
1: Platinum is part of the... Isn't platinum part of one of the things that's needed for the
0: the catalyst for that? Yeah. Yeah. But hey, we get into it, space mining... That's not mining, really abundant. It, it's not. Yeah, but if we get true. into space mining, you know, it's hard to tell what we're going to find up there. And, you know, to be fair, Bruce, I mean, we, we need a lot of platinum anyway, because we need to mint some of those trillion-dollar no, yes, coins. That's yeah. true. That's I mean, if we coins, can mint like yeah. two or three of those, if we can mint two or three of those, that would be... Um, I mean that would solve a lot of our problems here, right? Sure,
1: sure, yeah. Um, if anybody would be willing to buy those coins from us, but the the idea that they're going to completely do away with oil and gas uh, this quickly within twenty years, you know, it's not feasible. We're like unless in those in that time frame, if you plan to have nuclear power, okay, you could probably do it if you could build nuclear power plants by then to power your entire state and have surplus. Then yeah, okay, you could, you could probably do it, but they're not doing that. They're looking at going into wind and solar and you can't power unless unless they plan on doing these kind of things, destroying the entire market with the lockdowns and all that stuff like what we're talking about with 2030 and basically getting all the people to leave. That's the only way they can really do this feasibly.
0: And I would argue that that's really what they're trying to do. I mean, they're, they're trying to do all this stuff. See, they have to create under 2030 we, we know what that's all about. It's about the artificial scarcities of resources. Yeah. We heard what's his name talking about? it. Um, Peter Brabig from Nestle. Right. We played the clip of him here talking about water is he said it's a human right. But at the same time, he said it's not. Did, did you notice he was very careful about how he about how he worded it. So you get five gallons of water a day Okay, that's that's a human right. Okay, so you can basically you can forget cooking, you can forget running water in your house, you can forget uh, w- washing your car, you can forget about watering your lawn. A swimming pool? That's out of the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, absolutely not. So yeah, I mean that's what it is. And anything more than that, oh, you got to pay a premium for that. Well, what does that do? That splits. That that puts us back into uh in, into a class system. It puts us back into a sense of well, serfdom, really. I mean, it's that's what I've been saying. It's neo-feudalistic serfdom. That's what they're trying to take us back to. So it's not that they want to advance civilization. They want to drag it back a thousand years. They want to put us back to the pre-colonial times. That's what it is. I know, I know that that's tough to process sometimes, but that's really what they want to do. And so, yes, you, you want to know that um, or you, you're asking there about, is it feasible? Well, under 2030, it is feasible because they have to say, oh, well, uh, we don't want to do this because this is going to uh, oppress the earth or this is going to you know, cause a shortage in other areas. Well, What about manufacturing? What, what about manufacturing? What about you're talking about petrochemicals? Okay, I'm all for moving away from petrochemicals, but we need something as good or better to replace it with. And hydrogen is as good. And I would argue it's better because it's clean. All that, all that comes out of that, um, the, the byproduct of that is water vapor. That's it. That's really it. Now, why in the world are the environmental crazies not on board with that? Who in the world in their right mind wouldn't get on board with that? But you're talking about petrochemicals, manufacturing for everything else, everything, you know, smart devices and uh, televisions and you know, God knows what uh, bottles of, of what? I mean, you might as well forget it, right? You're not going to get any of that stuff.
1: Yeah. You'll have to go to, you know, uh, you'll have to go to a less efficient means of uh, storing things, which is glass or metal. And the reason it's less efficient is it's heavy. You know, glass breaks. Metal is heavy. Glass is heavy, so they use plastic. I mean, it's pretty durable and it's light. So that's that's why you see the plastic containers and everything. it's just the thing is, is going hydrogen would be a great thing, but you're still going to run into the issue of you have to ensure that it's properly like uh, insulated and all that kind of thing. Yeah, it, basically, hydrogen is kind of a you know explosive. It's a, it's a little bit more volatile than gas. I mean, it, I mean, it, they're both really volatile. But um, one of the other things, though, you, you pointed out there um, about the the water and everything. Did they not learn their lesson during Prohibition when they decided to ban something? Now that was a commodity, by the way, right? That was something that that's it, not something you need. Whereas water, you you start doing something like that and start, you're going to have black markets start popping up all over the place that are going to cut prices. I mean, it's going to be way cheaper. And they're going to be manufacturing, distilling whatever their water themselves and selling it on the black market and staying out of the system. I mean, hell, I would do something like that. Are, are you kidding me? Like creating a system
0: like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, staying off the grid like that. Yeah. Bottom but- line, they just they're, they're a bunch of spoiled, spoiled, rotten people that, uh, that think that they own this place and the rest of us don't. I mean, they think that they are at the top and, and really they are because they've they've, you know, wormed their way up there. I mean, these are not geniuses. These are people that have brown nosed and stolen their way up the ladder. I mean, you don't get to be head of the, like it, the guy that sits at the head of Nestle. He didn't create that company. He's put there by the board of directors. The same thing with any other uh, uh, corporation out there, whether it's Microsoft or Apple, like t- Tim Cook didn't create Apple. You know, I I mean, you can argue Steve Jobs didn't even create Apple. They're put there by the board of directors, and they can have them removed if they don't do a good enough job. So I I find it rather insulting that that these people come out and they talk about how oh well uh, we have limited resources. Okay, well uh, then we need to create better systems in order to manage those. We don't need to restrict everything. If we're willing to pay for a resource, which we do too much, in fact, I think, but if we're willing to pay for a resource, well, then we should have access to it and we should get what we pay for. That's what it is. I, I don't know of any other way to put that. When you come out and you start saying, uh, well, yeah, we need to restrict your water usage to uh, to five gallons a day and we're going to do that to everybody. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think so. D- does that mean that the people that say that, are they going to have their water restricted to five gallons a day? I don't think so. I don't think so. Someone that lives in uh, in an armored palace uh, in Switzerland uh, that has, oh, I don't know. Uh, do you think that they're going to get rid of their petrochemical cars? I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you think they're going to get rid of their jet copters? I don't think so. Are they going to get rid of their private jets? I don't think so. They're all buying up big houses and, and more cars and uh, more private islands and things like that. I mean, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates just bought a what was it like? a We covered it one day. Well, like a thirty eight million dollar mansion on the ocean front. when we're supposed to have rising sea levels. Same thing with Obama. Right. The Obamas, they just bought a place up in Martha's Vineyard for what was it like nine million dollars? Right now, they're they're just small time, you know, right now. Right. But they're they're, they're getting there. They're getting there. They'll have more. I mean, the Netflix deals 100 million. The book deal was 70. I mean, who knows? You know, they could come up with, you know, maybe they'll get a deal. Well, well, Michelle's got the deal on Spotify now. Right. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Clintons are getting into the podcasting game, too. So, I mean, there's a lot of money tied up here and they all seem to be buying up real estate on places where they say that we shouldn't be. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? You know, they're, they're going on these lavish uh, tours and and all that stuff. See, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. You look at Agenda 2030, you look at, well, you go back to Agenda 21, really. You can trace it back to there. Look at the places in the US that are off limits, right? Those are off limits to, to people like us because we're just commoners, right? We're nobodies. But to the elite, they consider that in the Great Reset, what do they call it? Ecotourism, yeah, ecotourism. In 2030, they call it that as well. Ecotourism. Ecotourism isn't for us. Ecotourism's for them. See, we're the ones that wreck everything in their eyes. We're we're the ones that um, that are just the the nobodies, the cattle, right? We're meant to be shoved aside and corralled. Well, you know something? You know, I've I've been around farms all my life. So have you, right? If you're herding up cattle, okay, and you get a couple of them in there in that herd that stop. And I mean, stop a couple of bulls, let's say that stop and they turn around and they look right at you. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh boy. Uh, what's he going to do? What, what's he going to do? Because he starts charging at you. <laughs> it's not, not a whole lot. You're going to be able to do. Well, you know something? There are those of us in the populace. We're, we're not cattle, right? We're, we're not cattle. So there are some of us that are bulls and we have horns and we start shoving us around guess what we're going to do? And I'm talking to the elites. We're going to charge you and we're going to put our horns where the sun doesn't shine. And you're not going to like it. You understand? You're not going to like it. So keep pushing. Keep pushing. All right. We're out of time this morning, Bruce, so we are going to have to go. But thanks for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all stopping topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great one.